Embrace the Day with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. My next guest certainly embraces the day. When I first met him as a sprightly young 20-year-old, he was driving race cars very, very fast. He's now slowed down a little bit, not enormously, but he's slowed down a little bit and he's now uh, now fronting his very own television program and uh, loving life as a, uh, as a fisherman. Joining me on the line now is uh, the wonderful Michael Guest. Good morning, my friend. Hey, Trace, how are you going? I'm good, thank you. We're both a lot older now, aren't we? <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> we are. Sort of, we're sort of going that way. Yeah, kids are getting older, but... Uh but look, uh, it may be a little bit wiser. I'd like to think that at least. So. I'd like to think that too. I'd like to think that too. Now, obviously, I mean, I'm going to go back into your career. I'm sorry, love, but we have to we have to go here. Mm, that's all right. Obviously, I mean, you first came to prominence uh, in in the city as uh, as a rally car driver and an exceptional rally car driver at that, driving on the on the world scene, and uh, you really loved it. What made you get out of the racing? Uh, oh, look, I think there's a, a career path in, in a lot of those sort of sports, whether you know, if you're a, it's sort of like being a professional athlete where it has a timeline, and, mm. and I think I sort of followed my timeline, and it's, it's funny how it sort of weaved and dodged and moved around a little bit, but, mm. but I think it was sort of time for that to sort of finish off, and, and I was looking for a, a bit more of a path out of that, and, and that's where the sort of fishing um, stepped in. But look, I, I wouldn't give back one second of... Of, of one minute of what I did in motorsport was just so fantastic. I was so lucky to get to travel the world, drive for some fantastic manufacturers, um, you know, in teams with some amazing people and got to meet some just absolutely amazing people along the way and, and had some success, as you said. Um, you know, I had half a dozen um, class wins in the World Rally Championship, won a couple of Australian production titles, Asia Pacific Championship. So, so I had some success along the way, had some big accidents along the way as well. Yes, you um, did. So, so that's all... That's all you know, part of part of going a million miles an hour on 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 loose slippery roads, whether it be snow, ice, tarmac, or gravel, mm. with your hair on fire. Unfortunately, you do come unstuck occasionally. But look, I had some 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 great victories amongst that as well, and that's how that's how we first met actually it back is. in the days. Yes, mm. back in the days. Now, uh, obviously, you you had uh, several really high profile, um, you know, rally major World Rally Championship victories. Um, what's your favourite one? I know personally, personally, probably because I knew you at this point in time, but, uh, you know, Portugal was probably a, a favourite. That was, uh, that was one of the, one of the, the big ones. What's your favourite uh, moment on the rally car scene? Oh, gee, that's a tough one. I think, I, I reckon, uh, yeah, Portugal, like Portugal, the win in Portugal in Formula 2 was, was really, was, was, a, was a big thing for me. Um, Look, I think Rally New Zealand, I had a really good battle in Rally New Zealand um, with the guy who was three times world production champion and, 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 and beat him in 1998. I won there in 96 um, and actually finished fifth outright and won the world production round there in 96 and then won there again in 98. And that sort of was one of those stepping stone moments that got me into the WRC to go and do you know, rallies in Portugal and Greece and Finland and Italy and all those other cool places. But uh, that, that was a big one for me. Then I had I continued my battle with this guy. who was a three times, you know, world production champion. And I, I had another good battle with him in in, uh, in Australia that same year in '98. And and I remember having this press conference, and he's quite a quite a cocky. He's a Uruguayan actually, but mm-hmm. quite a cocky individual. And and um, and he and he said, you know, I, I, when I beat him in New Zealand, the next one was Rally Australia. And, and and he said, I've already won the world championship, so I'm just going to prove that I'm the you know the best there is and I'm going to show that to everybody and, and I sort of took that to heart a little bit and just 
tried so hard to make sure I beat him, and I did. And that was it was one of those ones when the pressure's on and you deliver are probably the ones that you really remember at times. So. Yeah, it's always the ones over adversity, isn't it? That's uh, they're the ones that you really remember. Absolutely, and I think and we didn't have the budget or the machinery as good as what this guy had. Um, you know, he was driving for an Italian team, and they're really well funded and. And, and I'd hate to say, but I think they maybe were pushing the rules a little bit as well. So that sort of spurs you on a little mm. bit when you do everything right. So that was a, and that was that, that 98, you know, those couple of world championship victories is what got me into the WRC after that. So. Wow. Now you started driving as a, you know, professionally as a, uh, as a 20 year old. You've got three children. How would you feel mm-hmm. if they came to you, or have they come to you and said, "Dad, I want to, I want to drive really, really fast on, uh, on ungravelled roads, on dirt roads. I just want to drive really fast." Yeah, look, the two boys have both got a, got a, an interest in, and I'm sure they just they just look at the pictures and the old videos and think, oh, I could jump in and do that. But certainly, my oldest son Campbell is really keen on motorsport. Uh, loves the Formula One. He was at Bathurst the other week. Uh, I think he would love to, and he was talking about it for a long time there. But it's, it, I hate to say, Trace, it is such a tough, tough mm. road um, as an individual to to get the funding or create the funding to to um, you know to get the notoriety to get the sponsors, to get the results. It's just one of those really hard, difficult sports. Yeah. Uh, you know, and no matter what sport you partake, whether it's swimming or soccer or rugby league or, you know, tennis, doesn't matter what it is, um, there's, there's just lots of hours and there's lots of grief and there's lots of hard work that people don't see, you know, in the background. Um, and, and rallying's got that same work ethic, but it's got the funding cost as well. It's not a, you know, it's not like you rock up at a tennis court or, or you can go down and practice your goal kicking on a soccer field. So, um uh, it's one of those ones, so so it's it's difficult. You do need to to, to try and generate that funding. So yeah, but I'd, look, I'd love to see maybe one day the boys. And I've been mm. I was talking to my lovely wife there the other day about. It. I said, oh, look, I'd I'd like to just get a rally car to go and have a bit of fun with, but. I'm the world's most competitive human. And I was just I, about I to say I, that. <laughs> I don't know that I could do that, so I've taken the competitive instincts and put it into a fishing television program instead these days. I love it. Yes, you are right. You are just a little bit competitive, Michael, just a teeny just tiny a little, bit, just yeah, a little just bit. bit. Now, obviously, uh, that does lead us into uh, into Real Action TV and, and into, uh, into your fishing career. Now, how did you, uh, obviously, you're a late Macquarie boy, that's where your love of fishing came from? Yeah, absolutely. Fish with my dad on on places like uh, Blacksmith's Breakwall, and and then my grandmother had a house at Marks Point, um, only a couple hundred metres from the water. So I just just grew up spear fishing and and scurfing and windsurfing and fishing was just just what you did. And and uh, I I just I can remember being a, being a kid. And the first time I went offshore in a boat with, with in one of my neighbours' boats, and um, and I couldn't sleep the night before being so excited. So fishing something I've always just loved. I loved the hunting aspect of fishing, working out the best way to target a fish and how to catch it and, and putting all of those little pieces together. Um, that's that's just, yeah, I just, I don't know, it's just one of those things. I think everybody's got little passionate paths in their lives and if you're lucky enough to find the ones that really suit you, um, it just, 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 you know, it's, it's amazing. And then if you can turn that into a job, oh. great, I think that's, that's just the next step again. So. I just can't believe it. You have never had to grow up. You've driven a race car <laughs> And now you fish for a living. Really? Come on. Yeah. Come on, Gusty, really? I, I, do get, I do get reminded of a little bit of that at times. Um, <laughs> and then at one point there, I was I was still racing flat out and doing fishing television. And, and uh, a couple of my mates said, you know, you, you're living the dream there. Mm. And, and um, yeah, look, probably from the outside, you see, as I said, you mm. see the glory bit and the big fish get held up at times. But uh, there's, there's, there's a real solid work ethic 
to, to create a successful business in that in that realm as well. And um, once again, I, the competitive path in motorsport taught me how to how to work hard. And and we've got a lot of really high end corporate partners. And you know, the motto that we have in our our marketing content creation business is is that we over deliver. We always try and over deliver, and I think that's been super successful for us over a long period of time now. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Now, uh, obviously, uh, let's fish Lake Mac. Um, you've yes. got a, it's a fantastic competition. It's uh, it's happening next month. It's the twelfth and thirteenth of November. Tell me all about it. And really, mate, why have you gone into event management? I thought <laughs> I, I thought I'd taught you something. I thought you did too, but <laughs> but actually, I run a, We also run another competition, the world's biggest fishing competition, as well, and uh, they're called the Pertec Fishing Challenge. So, um, and this is like a mini version of that, and. Uh, when when sort of COVID kicked in a fair few years ago or a few years ago there now, um, uh, Lake Macquarie City Council sort of contacted me and said, look, we'd, we'd like to run a fishing competition or they had somebody else who was looking at doing it and, and um, just turns out that we're locally based and we're pretty damn good at mm. doing that. We've got a lot of experience. We've probably been doing it now for 15 years at a national level. So so we sort of had the, uh, I guess, the template there just to minimise it and, and um, you know, highlight what the lake's got to offer. And it was an instant success, certainly in those COVID lockdowns. And 1,200 anglers on the lake uh, generated some... Some um, some prizes by Lake Macquarie City Council and some of the the, the key fishing brands like Berkeley and Abu Garcia and Lawrence and Mako Sunglasses. And those guys all jumped on um, because they it's a it's the world. So sorry, the Southern Hemisphere's largest uh, saltwater tidal lake. So certainly the biggest in this country. It's a recreational fishing haven and it's just improved since the commercial fishing um, finished about 14, 15 years ago. It's, it's the quality of the fish has improved and it's it's. You know, I love it. I've tra- been lucky enough to travel, uh, you know, a fair part of the world, and there's no place like coming home to Lake Macquarie. No, there's certainly not. There's certainly not. So, what is? Uh, so, what's the theory? It goes across these the two days of the weekend. Is yep. it? Is it? Um, you know, catch and release. Is it? Hang on to it. Do you take a photo? How? How does it work? Tell me the mechanics. All of, all of the above. Yeah, definitely catch and release. Four target species. So, four of the big players in the lake. So, flathead, uh, whiting, brim, and tailor. Um, and actually, I'm standing on the foot. On the lake, it's probably just about to start raining. <laughs> Hopefully, we're not going to get any of that on November 12 and 13. Fingers but, crossed. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. So, we've got those four fish open to junior and senior anglers, $32,000 in prizes, $20 to enter. When you enter, we send you out um, a, what we call brag mat, which is a, a, a mat that you roll out uh, with all those millimetre increments. You lay your target fish when you catch a flathead, a brim, a whiting, a tail, and you, and you can enter four photos, so one of each of those target fish for each angler. Take a picture, send it into us, and uh, and then we judge it on overall length. Plus, we have what we call mystery length, so um, which is just like a good average size fish, something you might catch, Trav. And, <laughs> um, and, and is five centimeters? <laughs> can I? Can I? No, do that? probably not going to quite come. You might have to add maybe thirty centimeters to that. Damn it! But, I'm, but not, right. I'm not a fisher person. You know that. Yeah, no, I know that, but I, I think um, it's something you know. It's an important mm-hmm. part of what we do that we we try and spread the prizes across as many of our competitors as possible. So we do that via the mystery links. Plus, we have I think it's about twelve thousand dollars in fantastic um, uh, marine and fishing prizes just for entering. So you go into the draws, we draw that out. So it's not only 
the gun angler who, who, who gets the big fish or the lucky angler who catches the longest fish uh, across junior and senior, but we've got mystery lengths and draw prizes, so it spreads it across those three yeah. three sort of ways of handing the prizes out. It must just be so great, Michael, to be able to do what you love and do it. Well, I mean, it's, it's, for want of a better term, it's your home beach, isn't it? It's your home ground. And to do something like this and to, to bring the love of fishing to people on Lake Macquarie, that must be really rewarding. Oh, absolutely. It's it's nice to show off what you've got, you know. It's our backyard here. Uh, as I said, it's, a, it's a, just a fantastic fishery. And not only the lake, but as part of Let's Fish Lake Mac, you can fish the beaches as well. So any of the beaches in that Lake Macquarie City Council area, so places like Catherine Hill Bay and, and Blacksmith Beach and Redhead Beach, so you can fish those beaches as well. We don't allow any rock fishing just because of the, you know, the obvious dangers that, are, that can be involved in there depending on, on weather as well. And that's, that, that's quite a you know, technical form of fishing. So we just stick to the beaches and the lake and you can fish from the shore, you know, from a stand-up paddleboard, a kayak, canoe or out of a boat, whatever works for you. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, just, it's been growing and sitting around that sort of 1,200 entries is really good. So talking, talking about... And introducing other people to, to great, you know, great fishing that we have here in the lakes. We have anglers coming from places like Coffs Harbour and Armadale and, and down at Dubbo and from the other side of Sydney. So it's, it's it's certainly drawing people to the lake. It certainly is. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. It's 20 minutes to 10. I'm speaking with uh, Michael Guest, angler, race car driver, raconteur, mystery man, you name it. You've got, you've got like a title for it. I the mystery man. I, I don't know about the raconteur. <laughs> that's a bit of a... Hey, that's a wild one, but that's all right. <laughs> hey, I've been out with you. I, I, yeah, we'll just leave that there. Yeah, now, we'll just leave that if there. You, yeah. uh, if you do want to enter, if you head to letsfishlakemac.com.au, all of the details are there. Now, Michael, of course, uh, Real Action TV is, uh, is back on, uh, on 10 Bold on Saturday. What can we expect from you this weekend? Yeah, actually, cracking show this week with uh, actually Barramundi fishing in, in southern Queensland out of Gladstone, uh, a place called Lake Awunga, uh, catching big Barramundi up around that sort of magic metre mark, like really big fish. It's uh, probably one of my favourite shows of this series, uh, fishing with a couple of really good mates, and that's what relaxing's about. It's about about getting out with your mates, travelling around with a trailer boat and, and, and uh, finding different types of fish. Last weekend, we were catching... Uh, you know, bluefin tuna up to 70 kilos down the south coast of New South Wales, and this week we're up in Queensland, so that's the magic of television. Wow. Um, but, but then, and then we've got real action um, over the last couple of years. Have just, uh, Tens has been really good with us um, repeating those shows. We've got real action on nearly every day at the moment, so um, plenty happening in that space. There really is. Look, congratulations. It is so lovely to speak with you. Uh, I'm so pleased things are going really, really well, and no doubt uh, Let's Fish Lake Mac will be another success. Stay safe, my friend, and uh, go and get out of the rain, won't you? <laughs> I will. Sure, she after a coffee. We'll catch up soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Ciao. Bye. That is Michael Guest, who is uh, the organiser of Let's Fish Lake Mac, Lake Macquarie's very own fishing competition, and it uh, it is happening in uh, in November. It's going to be fantastic. It's Saturday the 12th and uh, Sunday the 13th of November. You choose when on the weekend that you, your mates or your family get together and fish. So uh, get out there. It would be a great way to spend some time with the family. I'm not a fisher person. I was going to say fisherman. I'm not a fish person. I don't eat it and I really don't like, yeah, I'm not, no, don't like fishing. But for those of you who do, absolutely get out and get involved. It's wonderful to have Michael Guest. Uh, yeah, such an amazing, amazing man. And he's not competitive in any way, shape or form, is he? Such a slouch, such a slouch. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. 
Newcastle in the Morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.